You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This is Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast that crushes all, leaves a wake of broken bodies in its in its wake. <laughs> this is Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast that crushes all fakes. Oh, what do you got? Crush. <laughs> oh, hold on, fakes. Uh, weirdest vocal delivery, also hardest song. Mm. Uh, it's a hard song. Weird fucking vocal delivery. Weird, weird choices. Uh, I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom, and I just peed Oreo cream. Is it's that right? Weird. Yeah. Oh, man. So and we crumbs. It was very strange. Just we, straight out. We had some of those most stuffed Oreos. Last week? Like two weeks ago, and I still have it in my system. Jesus, it's the diabetes now. Yeah. Uh, diabetes. So, uh, before we kick off... The people know the music. Before they know what yeah. they know what's coming. You heard it. You heard it. You heard it. Smosh madness. I, there's a part of me that does wish that it could be a surprise, like you open. I you know. don't know what the, but we got to title it. I for know. Later, All right. We could, I mean, let's we give, could a, edit sh- it. Let's give mm-hmm. a shout out to our sponsors. Uh, this is like a commercials when you're watching the the pregame on the. Uh, it's the B roll. Mm. Uh, I always say the name first, so you get to pick today. Oh, our sponsors uh, are. Death Wish Incorporated. Okay, going straight. Uh, uh, fine uh, per- Death Purveyor. Death Wish Incorporated. Is this going to be a normal thing now? Uh, Maybe. We're going, <laughs> we're going soul asylum here. Uh, Death Wish, uh, purveyors of not just hardcore music, but a lot of stuff over the years, including stuff like self-defense, which falls outside, and also early on they put out a country record. Yeah, I saw, so, I saw back. the self-defense fan never coming back i saw them the the country record country artist on death wish play in albuquerque no shit. years ago I, 2005 what, are we talking about half acre gun room we yes. are can yes. you talk about it intelligently please my buddy brian wallace played guitar for them no shit brian did perfect world brian yes oh and memphis chris wow. memphis chris okay um yeah they were i believe this was not death wish proper they had Icarus. Icarus, which was uh, right. uh, like m- for non-heavy stuff, I think was the was like, the idea. It was their anti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then just folded everything in because it made more sense. But yeah. uh, yes, uh, go purchase the yeah, half acre gun room right here. Check that the fuck. Like, they got to record at like I think they I, I don't know if they might have recorded at the same studio as Jeff Buckley, like oh, yeah. where, he, where he was recording when he died. Mm. You know that whole story? Yeah, yeah. That old chestnut. Yeah. yeah, what happened? He wandered into the water or something. Yeah, he went swimming, and he got um, taken out by the wake of a passing ship. Is that true? <sighs> yeah. Mm. It was like they found they recovered his body like we, a couple of days later, not a bit of alcohol or drugs in him. Ah. He was like waiting for his rest of his band to come down to start recording. <sighs> and he literally just waited out there like with a friend of his. So and this was not lost. a suicide? Absolutely not. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, the, le- the He was just like a- swimming like... Left like his stuff on the shore. It was like, oh. and he was with a friend, and he just like like was just like floating around, and they hmm. got taken out. Yeah, yo, uh, Havoc Gun Room is a great example of Death Wish team 
they just like music. They yeah. fucking love it. Uh, if you get a chance, go check out the distro. We, we're big up in Half Acre Gun Room specifically. But, you know, they just have a cool broad range. Uh, I think it shows in their catalog clearly. But, uh, yeah, it, it's pretty fun. So if you go to deathwishing.com and uh, what, what should, when you go there, what, and you pick out stuff you want to buy. Yeah, first do that. Buy. First do that. And then it's. You're checking out. You're checking out. And it's going to say, hey, do you have a promo code? Because that would be dope. And then you say, I do, in fact. And, and then you type I it like in. I like to be dope. And I will type it in as. X to grind. That oh, was my wow. country. No, it's good country. X that was Chris, to grind. I think you guys are both ready for the big time. I think so. I'm Chris Stapleton. At Bakersfield Sound. Uh, I'll take Florida Georgia line for the money. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you were strong. There is money there. What's that? What so are you much calling money. Katie Buscrat? Katie, Katie, Katie Muskrat. Yeah. yeah, what's her Casey name? Casey Musgraves. Uh, kind of a big deal. So Katie Muskrat is our weird Al take on uh, pop country, which I feel like would be phenomenally huge. Yeah, because the people who are into more people are into are country funny, music though? now than were when we were young. Am I wrong about that? I feel I, like we're getting full saturation. I think there's like a real appreciation for the old shit, and then yeah. I think that a lot of people have grown up with pop country being so ubiquitous that they just there's songs that they like. Are we blaming Shania Twain? Maybe. Feel like a woman? Yeah. I, I think I am. I don't. Like what, what, what's the other song? I don't, I don't want much. I don't. Um, that don't impress me much. Yeah. Oh, uh, pop country, it gets in your head, man. So uh, check it out. Thank you, Deathwish. And who's our other sponsor? I forget. Mm, how triple could you forget? Triple A? Triple A. Triple A. Uh, help your car. Yeah, help your car. Double uh, A. Get that discount MCO. at uh, Denny's for like, oh, you right. know, and you might need to be a senior, so triple A discount. What if triple B records started offering like corporate discounts? Where would the first triple B records corporate discount be at? Shoney's. Um, maybe a... Disney uh, World. Uh, Shoney's. Wawa's are big in the Orlando area now. What are they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I Huge thought they expansion. were only in Northeast. No, Dude, they're down there expansion, now. They expanded to Florida before they even got further down in Virginia, and Ooh. it exploded. There's hundreds down there now. Yeah, I know because I sat, I sat outside one at like 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. because the place that we're staying, shout out to Tommy, he's out of that spot now, uh, was so Joe's apartment roach heavy oh. that I had, to, I had to be elsewhere. People feel when you diss on their places where you stayed. Did you know that? To- Tommy would he's all right with it? he would yeah. cop oh. to the fact that oh. the roach situation was not ideal because uh, here's my thing with roaches do I they're invasive do I fear a roach crawling over me I don't like it don't like it but what do I do with my bag do I just hang that from a hook somewhere oh you're thinking because, they're gonna be in there because they can get there too yeah, yeah and yeah. then they're gonna they stay crawl there. in your mouth well you take them home mm, okay you, they drop their larva in your mouth I don't want that they could climb in the ear. It's that's like, some sort of. I, I think that's some sort of sci-fi movie. Yeah, right I don't there. like anything some you're bugs. saying right now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if I had to guess, so triple B corporate <laughs> discounts. You know where Sam might want it? He might want it at Popeyes. I think he loves Popeyes. Oh, is that right? I think we he's gotta get him better. Yeah, he's got to take better care Be of better, himself. Man. He's got good food. He's got. He gets the good food. He, I think it's like one of those. It's his uh, guilty pleasure. You know, Orlando's right. got a, uh, a street vendor hot dog, uh, vegan hot dog. Uh, oh yeah, rad. Yeah, don't cool. they? Didn't they come up for? I think they. Might have come up for FIA. Oh, okay, that makes oh, sense. Right. Yeah, a shout out to the, sh- shout out to to vegan warriors that are selling hot dogs. Is it, yeah, I I really after a show because they're open late on the weekends. Uh, I needed it. How much would you fuck with a hot dog? A vegan hot dog? <laughs> vegan hot dog. Look, I would do every three days on a vegan hot oh, dog. Wow. I love a vegan hot dog. They had the remember they did that outside of oh maybe not the Rainfest you played the Rainfest we played they had a they had a like a. A vegan hot dog set up outside. I love them. And 
cheat code, you'll never go. Maybe you'll, next time mm-hmm. you're in Seattle, you go to a Mariners game. Mm. Yeah. They set up the field field row cells. Uh, oh, right. But oh, wow. after the games, two, four, five. Really? So, like, our sometime guest, Greg Bennick, and mm-hmm. I went strictly for the hot dogs. That's right. I, go, yo, a field roast, like, a, I would get a field roast, like, sausage and pepper type thing. Yeah, mm. those are the best. I'd go to a Mariners game. I've been to a Mariners game. It's great. Yeah, I would go. Yeah. I went to Ken Griffey's last game as, as a Did Mariner. you? Just happened to be out there. That's right. Went out for Undertow and Unbroken. Fucked around, saw Ken Griffey. Nice. And he got traded too, right? No? Oh, no. He retired. It was off-season trade or, or signing. He signed. I'm trying to think if... Because he came back to Seattle. It At was like end. before... Like he went to the Reds and all. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. But I think he came back to Seattle to retire. Right. And it was like Felix Hernandez going for like 20. Oh, it was like a good... It was, it, we fucked that's around. Something. Me, Michelle, and Hill and, and saw a good game. All right, so Triple B Records, y'all know what it is. They're killing it. <laughs> you see that new record they announced? What? It's so exciting. Didn't oh. you see it? Oh, I saw it's it. It's crazy. I feel like that's going to break him into a whole new... Absolutely. Melted my eyeballs out of my face when I saw it. But also it. fits the t- total Triple B package. So I mean, the guy right. asked. I mean, they asked. The mm-hmm. band asked to work with him. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty that's big. That's that appealing. Yes. Uh, Mind-blowing. Absolutely. So go to triplebrecords.limiterun.com. You know what you got to do? Go buy that Mind Force record if you haven't gotten it. Oh, we pumped that. Who Shouts doesn't own Mike? It? Who doesn't own it? Everybody, everybody who hears it is psyched on it. Yeah. I told those dudes that um, thank you for their service for what they've been doing, just being a band, because I feel like they are heavy for the fast kids, fast for the heavy kids, and they are bridging a gap that needs to be bridged. Mm. 10% off. Molto bien. Promo code. You got a promo code? That's dope. Be dope. Promo code. And how do you enter it in? Uh, you go to your computer, you use the, the keys, and you mm-hmm. type in Axe mm-hmm. to Grind. Mm-hmm. Or your phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, phone. I never have ordered a thing on my phone ever. 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 I know. You, you do voice to text and be like, Axe to Grind. I don't like With an E. You know how I feel about typing on a phone. I hate it so much. Did you increase the size of the f- text on your phone again? What's up, Gramps? It's Yo, like, I can read that. Oh, my God. Up, it's I can read it easier than the text on my phone right I, now. I went to the disability settings so I could go past the normal that, size. Yo, you like hacked it. To get this. you did increase it. I knew you Yo, increased it again. The, I on. know that you wouldn't be, but there is no Hold way on. you could be a cheater. Yeah, no, With no, no. That, like, no, no. Yo, I'm gonna text Amelia you so can I can take see a picture that from of five it. blocks away. Yes, like, there, is that why you're doing it? Be like, yo, girl, this is how much I love you. Yeah, yeah you can't, no one would ever. I'm, hold a, it I'm an open book. Hold take a look at my fucking hold phone. On, hold on, don't, don't. Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. Uh, you can't clear that Justin one, can you? Okay, there we go. Okay, no, 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 another one. Hold on, all right, here we go. Okay. Is it, are you doing live footage now? What are we doing? No, we're just going to take a picture so people can see the shit that we're talking about. Okay. 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 All right. Is this all right to take yeah. a picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. You go. All right. Hold it up. Oh. Hold up. Has it gone dark? Are you good? Sorry, everybody. This is compelling radio. This uh, is what's called doing uh, social media where <laughs> we're content creating. Uh, I believe in big type. I don't understand what the awards are given for small type. I don't oh, I just understand. realized what's on that year's yeah, screen. Right. I, she, I don't whatever. know if I want to put that um, out there on the internet. The, uh, yeah, I don't think that there's any awards given for having the smallest type. So make it big. Who no. cares? Uh, I mean, I hate when people go to show me something. I go, I can't read that. That's what I'm saying. My eyes are fucked up. You I can wear glasses. You can read I can. Mine. I hate. I'm, I'm a you know brightness all the way up kind of guy. Oh, yeah. People that don't. And they're like, read this article. I'm like. Yeah, this is eight font and it's pitch black. You look, you look like you don't go home for two weeks when you put it all the way down. You know what I mean? Because you're like, what? yeah. Because what are you trying to do here? Only, to time, my only time I'll do that is late night. 
My yeah. question, but we never got that. I felt like Bob got a little like a little mad at me for. Okay, uh-huh. yeah, what you got? The, the night mode on Twitter. Oh no, it's not mad. It's just reading black text on white background. I don't think is psychopathic. Yeah, won? I, I, mean, I won how... though. Oh, you won big time, definitely. Wait, wait, seventy-eight percent. Use... Well, they just said using it isn't. Uh, who, isn't a... who uses black? Who uses? Uh, I use white. I use the white. I use background. the dark, like the, night, the mode. night mode. And you use the day, the mode. day regular day mode. Okay, uh, pull yours up. I don't know. What Can I you? Am. He, wait, wait, he what? uses. This he is uses computer. Like. Okay, so I took Twitter off my phone a yes. few weeks ago. You so use Hootsuite. I use Hootsuite. Yeah. What's more aesthetically pleasing? I think I used to go day, and then uh, Taylor of Twitching Tongues made fun of me, and mm-hmm. I went tonight because I felt pressure. Yeah, I don't care one way or the other. I don't feel bad about reading black text on a white page because that's how they print books. That's true. <laughs> uh, shall- I don't have a problem. I do think the the black looks cooler, sleeker. It'd be like having... It's like someone who's like, oh, can I have the white iPhone? Just the white case, the white Yo, all thing. what's up with iPhones? They asked me what color I wanted, and they had all these options, and I was like, it goes in a case, my dude. But none of no. them are like black. It's like, do you want rose gold? Do you want... Rose white? gold, they can't get rid of, I well, think. Yeah, I think so. that's true. But, but they, they do these weird... Nothing's like black or gray. It's like, would you like space black? What do white? I have? Do I have silver? I think I have silver or black. Let's break this thing. Jailbreaking my phone. For the first I, time. I, I don't was, even know how to I get almost it went with here. red because I didn't care. You know what I mean? I was I like, think it doesn't black. matter, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's hidden. It's literally, I don't think I've ever seen it. <laughs> yeah, when you take it out of the, the, and you realize like, damn, I took really good care of this phone. Yeah. I will get like $7 back when I go to try to upgrade. No. You don't get shit Not back. a dollar. You don't get a fucking dollar. These, are wor- these have like worse resale values than college tuition, like college books. <laughs> it's like going to fucking it's GameStop. It's yes. fucking terrible. <laughs> I'll give you $1.49 for that yeah. brand yeah, new you, Madden. Yeah, you yeah. feel like, yeah, they're looking at you like, well, I guess I can give you 75 cents or you can just throw in the fucking garbage right. up front. So do you have two on yours or is that no, like a, this is the soft case? And there's a hard case on there's it too. There's a hard case underneath. Smart move, man. Yeah, I just, All right, I, guys. Look how bashed up this is. I may Let's, need to upgrade. You should. Yeah, you should. Let, let, well, I wait. Of the three of us, you're definitely the one who had a pick to have the nicest phone, for sure. Yeah. I have the, le- I have the least nice Right. Phone. It's just Currently, time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it works. Uh, well, wait until it doesn't work and replace it. I yeah. hate the waste. So yeah. I waited until mine was pure trash. I mean, I had to get this just because I cracked the screen. And I, I saw it. a clickbait yeah. article about smartphones, and it was like, oh, smartphone sales are down. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, because everybody got one. all got one, yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. chill And they keep getting better, so you don't need them all the time. Right. Yeah. So when they go, how about the 10XR73? And, and you're like, people uh, are like, I just got the 9. I'm yeah, good. I can wait yeah. a few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got to move quicker with the numbers. <laughs> that's, I think that's part of it because they started doing the, the like half steps. And people and were people, like, why do I need to upgrade wait, then I, I have a 9. The only thing that's out is the 10XR. It's like, oh, if it was the 9, but the 12 is out, people be like, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, it makes sense. Uh, Mosh Madness? Mosh Madness. Let's, let's fucking Mosh do it. Is madness. This, so I'm so dizzy from, from recording so much. It, it, is really this, it's mostly the most, it's the Oreos. That it, oh, it's yeah, the damn stuff. Jesus Oreos. Christ. Uh, is, is this a... Is this a fun pairing to, or fun bracket today, or is this a piss me off bracket? It's gonna piss you off because it's fucking hard. Ah, okay. This is the big dog. Oh, episode. All right, big dogs. Let's do it. Yeah, this is the this is the toughest region. <laughs> okay. I would say. All right. I think uh, undoubtedly. Um, Trapped under ice. Big kiss. Good night. Versus code orange forever. <laughs> those are big dogs. That's a Sophie's choice. That those are big dogs, my dude. Title fight. Floral green. Versus. Blacklisted. When people grow, people go. Big dogs. Pat's hurt. I am. Take offense. Tables will turn. Mm. Versus concealed blade. Self-titled. Mm. 
Cold World, How the Gods Chill, mm. versus Blistered, The Poison of Self-Confinement. What a fucking name. I had to put my phone down. Everything's too hot. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's overheating, so got to let it chill out. Um, the way it works, every episode is someone's first episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we're doing this tournament, best hardcore record since 2010. A lot of responses. How did we get them? We got them from a Twitter poll we did uh, randomly that also chose the seating, number of votes. Just so happens, this bracket is fucking loaded. Mm. Pre-game. Like some of the biggest records that have come out since 2010 right here. Yes. 100%. Trapped Under Ice, Code Orange, Title Fight. It's that Cold World record was pretty big. The Blacklisted record, not big, but a big band. Yep. Uh, the Blistered record, quietly pretty big. Take Offense, a lot of people's favorite band. Concealed Blade in that scene, a big band. Mm. Were they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Still are. Like a big, around. that record's big. Yeah. Still active, but... I mean, because be honest with you, for that record and something of that ilk to crack the top sixty-four, there's not a lot. It's got to be the top of the yeah, top. Not I a think. lot of it in our in our. Uh, uh, Is that turn, a fair attorney? Absolutely, because Definitely. it's like most of these are like pretty much mainstream hardcore records, mm-hmm. and then for something like that to break in, it's got to be a fucking. And I think crack, given yeah. given the demographics, couple bigger bigger you know metalcore records slid in. Same deal, like they had to be. Creme de la creme, and then for the more punk stuff, yeah, has to be the top of the pop. So this is right there. Um, we posted our first Spotify today, a year ago, one nineteen, twenty eighteen. Love that. Wow. We're for the people. We stand for them. Spotify playlist that hits on a lot of what we talked about in episode one. Wow, sick. And uh, so just the the quick mid roll shit here. Go follow us on Spotify. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. If you don't know, uh, figure it out. We'll post it in the notes or something. I don't know. You're just ready for the big record? Let's fucking do it, dude. Trapped Under Ice. Big Kiss Goodnight. 2011 Reaper Records. Wow. Okay. Uh, this record is fucking awesome. This is fucking awesome. Agree. I When this came out, I low-rated it. Because uh, for this record, they worked with the kid from Newfound Glory. Is that accurate? Yes, the adult, but yes, yes. Chad. Everybody's a kid. I'm not disrespecting Chad Gilbert. So uh, I thought that I heard maybe a little, little, mm, little. Poppy Punk? A little, little, a riff riff or two, a riff or two. After you said that and I listened again, I was like, how does a pop punk riff? There's a little, there's a riff or two. Sneak in. That might have snuck in. And I blamed his ass. Do we. Do you, do you think there's hints pretty? that hint towards where Angel Dust is going now, or no? Is that a stretch? I don't hear that much of that. Okay. Uh, what, do you, what do you think Haley thinks of this? I couldn't say. Whoa, no. whoa. Can I get in your guy? <laughs> good ref. Because, you know, uh, good ref, really? Uh, good ref. Oh, good ref. Oh, it's a very great ref. Bad ref. I, don't know if it was, I was like, really? We uh, it, here's the deal. Um, you get the best female vocalist in, in the world, and stop you have that. a rap? Stop that. You have a rap? Stop that. She can sing like a goddamn angel. And you have her rap. Is that what angels sound like? Can he you? just went to put the notes in where he's going to clip that part yeah, from if, 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 if that's the, the what angel, If that's what angels sound like, send me to hell. Like, Did you ask uh, her on a date or something once and she told you to buzz off or something? Whatever. No, I wish it was... The, the, I, I wish the I wish that it was personal and not... Jerk, I, I really honestly just think that that type he of thing has, so much. has ruined music. Like, it made it bad for 10 years. Like, I really I think it really sucks. I don't really get it, man. Uh, it's... 
whatever. This is a dude who thought the Crayola box was ruined when they introduced fuchsia. Come on, man. And then ruined crayons. Didn't ruin colors. It would be like yeah. punks loving Madonna. That's what it's like. It's just trash. What are we out of our fucking minds? Yo, you minds? better not. Better watch are your ass. Are we out of our fucking minds? Yo, when you go Let's to Let's just wa- call a spade a spade. It's fucking bad pop. It's shit pop. It's not even good pop. It's diarrhea pop. Yo, Toby Morris is going to fuck your ass up when you go to Los Angeles dissing Madonna like that, man. Listen, I like Madonna more than Barrymore because it doesn't try. I mean, it's fucking, it doesn't try to be fucking youth culture. Holy fuck. So, listen. Wait uh, what are you, are, are no, you okay. texting Madonna? What's happening? I'm pulling it up. So, Is there any musical artist that gets you more wound up? Yeah. Oh, I... I Name two. Okay. I, I can do exactly two. Uh, I would be a Paramore... Uh, what do they call them? Parrot heads or something? What, what, what's, a, what's a Paramore Para, fan? Parafans. Parafans. I would be the super Parafan... You've you've turned. <laughs> this is Bash at the Beach. You came out What's dressed the, in the red uh, and yellow, and what you is dropped the, the light on. What is the nicest suburb of Albany? The nicest one. Uh, I would say Slingerlands would be my argument. Mm, Slingerland, Slingerlands, Slingerlands, Pat. Mm. You can tell it's nice because you never even heard of it. I never even heard of it. Never heard of it. Uh, heard of you go to the nicest malls. Slingerlands, is, I think Slingerlands is pretty nice. Anyway, back to the point. <clears throat> uh, this, uh, I thought that I heard some. Pop 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 punk on uh, this record the first time I heard it and I was dismissive. Came back a month later. It has been a awakening, a, a top fucking hardcore record since it came out. I'll listen to it often. You know what I mean? I think it's a great fucking record. Uh, yeah, feels like this is a record that, like the, the my favorite song is "Pleased to Meet You." Great song hit. Feels like an entire arena could bounce to that song. You know what I mean? Uh, jail makes me want to fucking go to jail. Jail's fucking great. Sing, swear, the choice is all. Oh, man. I think they learned a lot from Madball, both what to do and what not to do, and like just made a banging record. I think having the kid from New Found Glory produce it kind of gave like the vocals a fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Catchy as fuck, though. <laughs> Real like brutal. I don't but, know like, who. To, yeah, catchy. I don't know who to Could give all the credit for. Yeah, I mean, God knows. Seeing what he's doing now, Justice has got some melodies in his blood. Right, but like you know? Secrets of the World is fucking excellent too. So mm-hmm. it's like this is a big step up from Secrets of the World. And I See, actually I really I like a lot of songs in Secrets. So of the world. do I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the record's a little long, losing me a little bit towards the end. I couldn't believe how long it was actually. How many songs are on this record? <sighs> Sorry, I, I think it's I think it's like thirteen. Yeah, like if this was a ten song banger. You could trim a little of fat, if we're being honest. Mm. The great songs are like some of the best hardcore songs in the last 10 years. No question. But the, there's some stuff that 13 I 13 songs. Yeah, that's not necessary. Because um, they're fully filled. Like, if you trim that down to 10, you have an all-time. You know what but, I mean? It might I be all-time like as it is. But They're you not a 58-second song era, band. for sure. No, no. true. They're a, two and a, like, yeah. a minute and a half, two right, and a half here's, here's the song times. 301 is Born to Die. 235, 145, 244, 247, 249, 134, 222, 249, 230, 250. So someone decided this band is a two minute and 45 second song. Yeah. Okay. 150. And the last song is four minutes and two seconds. But I mean, two minutes and 45 seconds is a That's long a time long for a hardcore That's song. That's a long song. Uh, None of these really stay, like, stay too long. This is a cardio record, right? Like yeah. basketball, go play basketball, yeah, you run play, to this. You could go to the Y with this. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Who isn't this record for? Identify that. Crust Kids might not like this record. No. But in, I think a 2019 Crust Kid, they might fuck with it. 
<clears throat> Do you think like a concealed blade fan would like this record? No, but I think that a lot of kid like the kid who likes Concealed Blade could really like this record, but the the like dyed in the wool. Do you think the politics don't let them like it? Less so than in times before now, but yeah, you know, I know around like I can't who you are. That goes to basement shows in a Ty shirt. Scene politics, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I think is eroding, but still the, the remnants of that are there. I think it's hard for the kid wearing a denim jacket. Uh, size too tight might be hard for them to be like yeah I love TUI yeah people look at them sideways like are you sure um, but that's because of the costume not not the ears who I just think this is a pretty broadly accessible record yeah uh, if you don't like if you don't like New York hardcore if you don't like harder hardcore I don't know like if you're strictly into like Turnover, but only the soft songs. This record might scare you, but it's like it's hard. But I mean, I think like it's clean. I think a kid hard. who likes a run for cover record could listen to this and be like, "Yeah, you this is cool." So? I think so. Yeah, I think a lot of them did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why. I mean, hey, their comeback was a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. Yes, because of this record. God, this re- this record is motivating me. 2011, and it's still motivating me. Yo, who do you think mostly voted for this? Do you think Young Youngs? Are loving this, or is this outside the purview of the Young Youngs? I think the Young Youngs care about this record, but less so. I think this is this was the record if you're 25 to 30, right? Mm. Sure. Yes. Right. I was 25 to 30 once. Yeah. This is not the record. <laughs> no. I would imagine in no, that age. But- An background music for you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's a good. Yeah. Good. Back to back to Ty. Thank write, you. Write this down. Right, this will <laughs> yeah. be where we. Cut we're, we're, we're gonna cut that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Maybe. Nobody's gonna steal this shit. People Everybody know. Do they steal man. our shit? I don't want. To do they that. get guests. That I don't we want. Had first. I don't want to. Th- no, that's that's all open business. That's fine. No, it's not. It's a marketplace of ideas. We don't own anything. We just do it better. We own hardcore podcast, bitch. Oh wow. All right. Right. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm calling you, bitch. Not no, I. Thank you. I got it. Just to be clear. Okay. Tell us what we got. It's versus. Are we done with Big Kiss Unless night? you've got something to. I mean, what more can be said? In my yeah, view, yeah, like I like I you know like my only complaint's a little too long. Okay, but goddamn, like the the songs that hit are like, this is not hyperbole to say some of the best hardcore songs. The last thirty years. Yeah, vocals are ripping. Uh, as the, the cars are along, great. There's so much. Some stuff really, to there's it. interesting melodies going on, which uh-huh. I thought that was. When you Drumming's get to like great. song six to ten, six to eight, maybe in there, somewhere in there, there's some melodies going on. I'm like, oh shit, Justice had to be a part of the writing process here because I don't think you can do these vocals <clears throat> with these kind of melodies without that match the music without yeah. having someone intimately working on that. Yeah. All right. Code Orange Forever, 2017, Roadrunner. Okay. <laughs> and we talked about this. This was a record that came in on the bubble, actually. Which Why? Is nuts. Because it's nuts. because it split votes with I Am King. That's the only explanation, right? I think, and I think if we, when we did the 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 early kind of gathering of information, if people knew what it was for, definitely would have put it in there. But I think people were like, "Well, I got to pick our record. This is the one I'm going to go for." Do I got something on my fucking shirt or something? No, you look good. All right, because you keep doing this weird like. You ever like talk to somebody and they do this? 
the look pad, look to your to your and you're ear. like yo I definitely have something on my ear yeah that's what oh, you're yeah. doing but at my shirt so I didn't when they look it. at my nose I'm like big booger big booger uh oh uh oh yeah Those if you ears. want to fuck with somebody just do that yeah Ugh, like forehead. right like above like you're like looking at them but a little dude people lose their shit um, what are you looking at like what the fuck do I have like a booger um so forever I I so I like this record a lot upon this listen I realized I extra like this record where do you put this on the 1 to 100 Patrick show is this a 90 yeah I, I, maybe like an 87 okay you know that's, I mean? that's pretty high on your seven. Yeah. I like that where does uh, Lungfish uh, Walking Songs Walking Songs uh, so, Talking Songs for Walking yeah. uh, 98 yeah that's like a 90 is there a hundred it's like a 94 uh, minor threat discography yeah that might yeah, I mean, you, honestly, there's nothing wrong. I, that honestly, is incredible there's literally not a bad song that is not just not a bad song I think it's 97 for me, but it's right there. I don't know if there's anything better beyond that, though. No. Um, okay. Do, 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 do. You want to hear me like just bounce around a fucking room like I'm fucking 14? Go ahead. Let's do it. Um, I think <laughs> just, I, get, I get excited as fuck. What, Minor Threat? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yes. Who does We're it? All if excited. you don't, then you don't like hard. No soul. Well, you just don't have a pulse, yeah. Like, just as a human. Uh, this is the best code on record, clearly. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think no doubt, and I think that the people that are yeah. going to come into our fucking uh-huh. tweets and tell us otherwise. I ask, I ask not because I have a dissenting opinion. I'm just asking. Uh, I mean, as a, a fan, lot of people say, I am king. As a fan, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you're a fan. I fan. consider myself a fan. Uh, I am king has three, I would say, standout tracks. Mm-hmm. This has more. The this- song forever. This is, also, this is also just fucking big and bad. This is big and bad, my it's dude. It's scary. Yeah, exactly. Like, you play this in a haunted house, motherfuckers running out. It's scary. Yeah. I think the song, what is it, New Reality? Yeah. Yo, New Reality, it's, it starts in a way that I'm like, what is this dumb bullshit? Within 15 seconds, I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. The song Spy. Oh, Lord. hard. There's a lot of... Does, and Bleeding in the Blur, it could be, you know... So I am. I gave my deep, deep thoughts on this on the bubble episode. Uh, I think that I had problems with the transitions. I chalk it up to the form of the record and like what styles they're going for. But I really like the song "Bleeding in the Blur." It's like a weird goth rock song. Uh, One million views on YouTube. That's crazy. Gigantic. It's black clothes music, and uh, I, I don't. Know that I think, yeah, I guess this is better than I am king, in my view. Absolutely. It's just like as a non fan, it feels hard, but it just I, I, my theory on them now, as like a weird observer, is that I think this is them going to the form they established with I am king and breaking it. And I'm curious to see what they form for their next record. Mm. This is every it's just like everything is that much bigger, yes, from I am king. It's not that much different, like in the scheme of grand scheme of things. But I think it's so much. I think you zoned in on what was different because you said like, and I think we talked about this when we talked about I'm King a couple weeks back. I'm King. A lot of the tracks run in together, and then this yeah. record has more like single, more songs yeah. that you're like, this is identifying this song. Yeah. Uh, hard. Uh. A, a, a logical limit to the direction that they were headed, uh, and I was extra impressed on this lesson. Menacing, yeah, very menacing. Uh, which is the kind of the opposite of TUI, despite the fact that that, that Trapped on Race has this kind of like 
you know, the, the demo is shirtless. It's kind of got yeah. like a tough vibe or whatever. This record is more the TUI record is way more welcoming. Yes, agreed. like yes. if you heard this, you'd be like, I go to this. Like this would be like, I could get heard at the show. Yeah, Code Orange is much harsher. Listen and harder record. Yeah, yeah. and you're like, this could get problematic. This yeah. could be trouble. Yeah, something could happen here. Yeah. Okay, you guys ready to vote? It's gonna be a tough one. I'm, I'm not ready to vote. I am, I am voting not. for Trapped Under Ice, Big Kiss Goodnight. This is tough for me because I gained even more of an appreciation for this uh, Code Orange record. I'll pick whatever one you don't pick. So we no. both. No, <laughs> I could go either pick way. Personally, yeah, this no, is he, so I know you both tough. Can. These are both coin flips in some way. Uh, however, I think, I think I'm gonna. You go both. Close your eyes. Both close your eyes and raise your hand. All right, I'm gonna say close your eyes. Uh-huh. Uh, raise your hand if you're voting for Trapped Under Ice, Big Kiss Goodnight. Okay, raise your hand if you're voting for Code Orange Forever. Okay, great. What's the results? There was one vote for Trapped Under Ice and oh, one wow. vote for Code Orange. That's Not coordinated, wow. Not coordinated. Okay. And since you both are the only ones, everybody, you know it. So, so there we go. Uh, but guess what? We don't decide who wins. No, we don't. I think this is going to be a fucking fascinating like this one. is a bubble team that ends up in the in the elite eight well because this Could is they? the number two seed they were the number two seed in the whole trapped and rice was the number two seed in, in the, the whole, whole tournament thing. yep so that's why you know they ended up code orange got slotted literally this is just how this votes fell just and they slotted in and number one <clears throat> fury yep and so trapped and rice big kiss goodnight got Fuck. the second most votes this is uh gonna be interesting because it makes me think about we asked the questions, do Young Young still really ride for this TUI record? Do they still really ride for TUI? Mm-hmm. Uh, where is Code Orange at right now? This is, I think there's a, they've had an interesting while, you know, so um, it's going to be interesting. Code Orange only banned with three entries into the tournament. What about Bitter End? No? Only two. Oh, only wow. have two records okay. since 2010. Oh, right. Sure. I misspoke and said that on an episode, okay. actually. Right. Uh, I think Turnstile just... Turns out might have step to rhythm, nonstop feeling, and time and space. Mm. So I'll, I'll have to check on that, but we haven't hit any of the turnstile records yet in the tournament. All right, moving forward. Title fight Floral Green, 2012, Side One Dummy. Mm. Up against Blacklisted, When People Grow, People Go. Uh, title fight Floral, Floral Green, not title flight, title fight. Yes. That's correct. My favorite song is Numb, but I still feel it. It's the Same. opening track. Yep. What I said about Title Fight is the thing I say about a lot of bands who dwell in the post-hardcore, melodic hardcore, post-pop punk, etc. space. When they sound desperate, uh, fraying at their last wits rope's end, that's when they're at their best. Uh, title fight sounds much darker and heavier on this record, not sonically, but content-wise and sonically uh, than Shed or their earlier material. And, uh, fuck. Is this is their this, biggest record? Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah, and I thought Shed was, but this record's bigger. Interesting. Shed is my, three. well. These two records, I think they're incredible bookends. I prefer Shed. Yeah. I like Shed a lot. I like the last thing you forget. Like, that might be my favorite. It's a, really? That's a great okay. record. Yeah. I, I think that's... Like, that song, Symmetry, songs. is as good as pop punk gets. Yes. Mm. What else did I say about this? This, this? this is the only title fight record that made it, which that's I was a little surprised because I thought Shed would, too, because they were such a big resonance. That's on 27. Like, that's Cox a bit, and Yards. Yeah. Like, they have songs... 
when you listen to certain title fight records, you go, oh, these are, this is a band with three LPs and a couple EPs in yeah. there. Three, they could play almost, they probably have 30 to 35 songs that they could play in a live setting and that people would, off, would know. Which is yeah. nuts. Fucked up. And I love especially seeing them. Like, none of it seems weird. Like, you know, if you put like fucking symmetry next to, like a number I still feel whatever. Yeah. It shouldn't make sense, mm-hmm. but it does. Like I feel like they have like fucking fast like almost hardcore songs. Yes. And then they go into this like kind of dreamy but like they're able to to put together a set list that it doesn't seem weird. The strength of Hyperview was seeing them live and the fact that they were we we were able to weave in old songs with those songs side by side. Right. And not, it doesn't seem weird and forced. Unbelievable. That they're able to do that. Yeah. And like, by the way, I think when this record came out, 2011, uh, I believe, is that what it is? Is that what I said? Or is I it 2012? So. Let me see. Uh, I said 2012. 2012, I believe wow. that they were all about 20. Jesus. Yeah. Third record in. They had well. two EPs, Kingston and then Last Thing You Forget. The that could became that one LP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Shed. And, and then, then that. Fucking wild, yeah. man. You've been quiet. What was this on? Was this on Side One Dummy? Side One Dummy. I, uh, is this a controversial opinion? Yes. Uh, I don't, for a guy that I, do, I don't really have any f- affection for quote unquote pop punk at all, um, I like this band's pop punk songs and do not like their slow songs. Weird. Uh, I this I, there's tracks on this record that I think are great, and then you play something that I think was a hit like Head in the Ceiling Fan. Yeah, but but regarded as a weird song. Okay, all right, because I I listened and I was like I don't want this from them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I want something that's up tempo and like I'm not saying it's got to be fun. You know what I mean? Right. Like but but like I'm just I'm not as interested in the slower material. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for me this I actually. Didn't love this record when it came out. If I recall, I think I felt amb- kind of ambivalent. Sure. You know? I, I, but I appreciated it on this listen. But it still, I just wanted you more. You were numb, but you didn't really feel it. <laughs> numb, but I, you know. You felt it a little bit. I felt it. No, I felt it. I just, I would have really liked. Um, Let's go personal here. Yeah. What is, what's been going on that you are more open to pop punk in your age? Uh, are you softening? Maybe. I. You know what it probably is, honestly? Exposure? Is that I'm just... No, probably not that. Um, I'm just probably far enough removed um, from people. Uh, I don't think I can fuck with these, can I? They're dark chocolate. Eh, I don't trust Reese's. Really? Yeah, even at a dark chocolate. What if I, I didn't tell oh, you? Oh, this does have, it has ingredients on it. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll check the ingredients. I'll, 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 um, I can't read it because I'm blind. Uh, so, uh, I, if I have any uh, sort of softening on my pop punk position, I think it's mostly to do with the fact that I don't interact, like... I'm far enough removed from uh, kind of for a while. Right. This is not title fight, by the way. Let me be clear. Milk. Yeah, I can't fuck with those. It's all right. Have this. Have this one. Uh, I'll have that one. The uh, so I'm not referring to title fight when I say this, Mm -hmm. but there's not a single living human being of an age that did not run into somebody who thought pop punk was going to be uh, their ticket out of playing. The hardcore uh, ghetto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was very off-putting for people like me that like, 
kind of see success in music as as a happy accident. You know what I mean? Not not necessarily. And don't get me wrong. That's changed a lot. Now a lot of uh, there's no shame in wanting success and the world's changed a little bit, whatever. But like, you know, I always saw it as a happy accident, like a byproduct. And no, this is all calc- not for them. Yeah. Definitely calculated. For oh, for so many. Oh, so many. Well, so this is my question for you. I have a story about this that I don't know if I can share. Really? Think about it. I think I'd like you to can, you can do a no names if you got it. Yeah. No, it makes more sense to have names. Okay. What, has it changed for you? We said the world's changed. Have you uh, intentionality and success is a weird thing in music. I agree, but see, it's but become it, more it's become more like okay. Uh, okay, it is. But it isn't it all intentioned? If it doesn't, if it's not the sole intention, I think it's where right. But you always want to be the fucking biggest thing you can at your yeah. thing. Uh, yes, whether or not the greater universe. Themes it that so is a whole nother, but like you don't put out a record, you didn't put out fucking cheer to just be like an also ran. You want it to be the fucking, you know what I'm saying? Well, I love above all things to to stunt. I love I love to Stunting be on those hoes. I, yeah. yeah, I love to be standalone in my space you lane. Flex. And yeah, like yeah. I like I let me occupy as much air in this room as I can fucking right. get. So I mean, it's, that's inherent mm-hmm. in any kind of. If you if it's in any I believe in any artistic like endeavor if you're not trying to you're lying you say, if you say you're not I think you may be lying no see we, uh, it's interesting I don't know how to frame it but we run into bands that have expiration dates and are and are comfortable with that you know what I mean like and that's kind of like I don't want to say it's unique to hardcore it's not but it's you see a lot of it in hardcore that it's like hey we're gonna do this for the next two years because uh, you know Sue goes to college after that and and whatever and you see kind of expiration date bands and people are comfortable with that so is it kind of like a smash and grab deal like you're like we're in here we're gonna get as much as we can before we get out yeah we're gonna play we're gonna play a bunch of shows and, and make be as much out money and, as you can and, oh no not not oh. I, I didn't mean like that I meant like bands that do as much as we can have as much fun as we can but yeah when when Jimmy's is turns, moving to Hawaii, yeah, then his, it's over. His wife is going to grad school. Yeah. We got We're done. Right, and and that sort of thing. We we, we do see we do see some of that uh, in in hardcore. And I'm not uh, I'm not mad, <laughs> but You're I mad. but I also love like we've talked about a million times. I love long lived things. I love to see where things arrive and how they get there. And uh, but for regarding pop punk uh sort of the intentionality uh of making money felt crass when we were younger now you know i'm an adult and i had a phone call with a friend who's in a band now who's like yeah look we're we're highly self-aware we talk about what not to wear on stage that's not a place that i would have been you know 10 years ago or whatever and when you think about that like yo if you don't think that there is conversations in acts like against me you know what i mean if you've ever seen against me that's not an accident you know what no, i mean they like, don't all dress the same or whatever yeah, like like for, yeah oh, everyone's wearing black t-shirts or whatever the right fuck. yeah and, and it's like yo that's that's a conversation that you have and if you're 18 and you're from a certain scene i.e hardcore of the generations that we belong to yeah. uh that w- would have felt crass you know what i mean that would have felt like what are you what, yeah. what are you doing wearing a uniform bro? right but now that the world's different people more performative uh, yeah and also i think people are not as oh irrationally turned off by success as they used to be because i'm still in a space where i feel like if you're doing whack shit to get big then you're pretty lame to me but like if somebody comes to me and says hey you know my band uh 
uh, like this album cover exists solely to get the attention of right. uh, of a viewer. This was uh, pre-programmed. Of, like I don't. This record cover has no emotional resonance to me whatsoever. It's just I know that this will get a response. I in 2019, I'd be like, oh, good goosem. You know what I mean? I that's w- pretty much all music is nowadays. So I. Yeah, but I'm far enough away. Sorry, we got so long-winded on this. I'm far enough away from uh, people that have those goals, even though I play in Drug Church, which ends up playing some of those mm-hmm. shows. Uh, I'm far enough away. That's from- just a happy accident, though. Yeah. I mean, you were eyes weren't Billy Yo. And I mean, long story short, Drug Church has been around a while. And yeah, it's only now. Cool. Now, right. Exactly. Um, so my pop punk story, can I give it real yeah, quick? Please. Right. So talk about like this, like, I'm just doing it. But, all right. Sitting outside, CBGB's sitting on the curb, talking to my friend Joe. Mm-hmm. His band played with ours. You know, blah, blah, blah. We're talking about stuff, and we were talking about what he was doing and all sorts of stuff. He says, yeah, me and some friends from the band that they were out with, we're going to just do this, like, pop punk band. I mean, we just pretty much want to do it for girls and for money. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds dumb. That'll never happen. Yeah. What band did that become? Fall Out Boy. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Joe from it was Arm Angeles. Yep. Pete Wentz was there. Like it was all these dudes that like my mom. My mom knows who Pete Wentz is. I don't think my mom does. My, my mom, mom does legit mom. does. I mean, That's he was cool. like big for a second. Yeah, sure. sure. Like beyond saw his nudes. My mom. Yeah, I've seen those too. Yeah. <laughs> um, good, good, good rig on him. I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. the rig. I'll be honest. I don't remember it. But it was like one of those things. It was very much like. This isn't like we're not dragged artistically to this. Yeah, they were yeah, in a yeah. fucking mediocre metalcore band, but right. they're like, we're gonna do it for fun. We can do it. It'll be cool. Yes, we why know not? this guy who can really sing. Yes, and meanwhile, now yeah, yeah, doing all right. That's yeah. why I'm sitting with you, fucking yokels. Yeah, and it's not playing MSG, fucking singing yeah. pop punk songs. Are you telling us you were be- the first person they asked to sing for Fall Out Boy? Yes, that was the original. Patrick Stump. <laughs> no it was. It was kind of being implied, like, yeah, we're doing this thing. Girls and money. money. Yeah, like, maybe you I could like join. women and I like money. Yeah, and but. and they, you just missed the cues. Yeah, I'm not good at picking up. <laughs> I think you know what? <laughs> Time to revisit. Yeah, it's not too. Late. Shoot them back three, and be like, "Yo, I'll take a try." Three times it. in my life that I've done this, like that's fucking stupid and it'll go nowhere. One was that. Mm-hmm. One was me saying, like, "You're leaving Shailud for a band called A New Found Glory." What's wrong with you? <laughs> and my friend was signing his band. I go, "Taking back Sunday, really?" Uh, there you go. You, you know my Chiodo story. We've talked about it on the air. No. So I owe. The, you and Steve were cruising. <clears throat> Is that the guy that sells laptops with his fans and then that? No, that's up? the kid from. The, Johnny Craig. Isn't that the same guy? No, different guy. Uh, similar MO of. Wasn't like, he in Chiodos, though? No, 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 no. You're thinking of. Briodos. No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't know what the fuck the name of that. I voted for Brodiodos. Yeah, I, I, it's some other act that like. I thought I, that guy was in Chiodos for a minute. Okay, so can let, we pull let, up Chiodos on the Wikipedia? It's not. I'll not. Do it, let I'll me do it. Well, you tell your tell, tell your story. tell your story walking. Okay. Uh, Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Hey there, I am Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold, and I've got a podcast called Drinks with Johnny you're going to want to check out. I sit down with a bunch of different people from all different walks of life, from professional wrestlers to 
actors, comedians, fighters, musicians, everything in between. I'm just looking to make some friends and have a good time doing it. So if that sounds like something you're into, go check out Drinks With Johnny, streaming everywhere now. Hey, what's up? My name's Lurk, and I'm the host of Lamgoat's Van Flip Podcast. Every week, I have in-depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase up-and-coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamgoat's Van Flip Podcast. My friend was their booking agent. Okay. When he took them on, I said, he said, this band's going to be huge. I said, not a fucking chance. They're trash. You know what I mean? Uh, not wrong. Now, no, they were trash. They were trash. And, and there was other people that were working with them at the time that were like, yeah, they're trash and they, they're trash. And, uh, my friend said, I bet they sell 80,000, uh, copies. And I said, I'll bet you a fucking thousand dollars that they don't, that that they don't hook for this. Hold on. (laughs) When they got to, uh, like 70 something and it was clear that they were going to hit 80. I was like, I was like, look, you can fool people only for so long. You can only piss on their shoulder for so long. Tell them it's raining. The people are going to see that this is fucking garb. Right. I said, let's, let's do another grand that they don't make it to a hundred. And my, that, the audacity of that is pretty high. My friend has had a, a, in his phone a log of my payments to him. Uh, oh, oh, For all things, little things, big things. <laughs> over How much year. do you owe this human? So actually, the number went above two thousand at some point. But <laughs> yeah. now, but now I think it's now I think we're in the like. I think I comfortable nineteen. It might be. It might be seventeen ninety. Nice, nice. So, like, all right. So, if you take They're this like gentleman out for, like, say, dinner, yes, and you pay, yes, does mm-hmm. he take that off his? Yes. Does he take both off or just his food? Oh, you know what? <laughs> That's the scam. I'm going to be honest. Almost certainly, just him. You know, what I mean, almost certainly. I mean, I respect that because like, that dude doesn't need you to buy his fucking sandwich. No. But if he's not giving you the credit for buying your own sandwich, yeah, no, because he knows you need that. You know, like you could use. No, he he like if when he comes into town, I t- uh, like when we go to the movies, uh, I'll pay for a movie. Big it, shot. It, yeah, because I mean, in Manhattan, it's like seventeen fifty. Exactly. So it's a big That's nice. deal. That's yeah. nice. We, we chip away at those. Um, so, so you just got a hundred movies left. And you'd be I got a hundred movies left. <laughs> so like movie pass. Yo, that's a great slash terrible like buddy rom com. It's like oh, it's called Hundred Movies Left, mm. and it's you're working down your debt from this. It's like tag, but secretly he knows he's sick. Oh God! And that's how he gets to hang out. No, with and that's like it's yeah, this that, weird that, thing, and it, like, and you find out, and you're like. Oh no! Around twenty, and things get real emotional. He's got ligma. Yeah, he's no. got heavy no. case of ligma. Uh, <laughs> there was a Craig Owens in Chiodos, but no Johnny Craig. Oh, right, all right. the same white guy. So, so th- back to uh, title fight, title fight, title fight. Floral, floral green. Uh, you like it when they're fast. Uh, this might be, they might be my favorite band of the past ten years. Really, wow. good. yeah, really good band. I think I don't think about them very often. Uh, but I think well, like if someone was like, "Who are your favorite bands?" Since from yeah, they're definitely in the running uh, because I just think Shed and then Floral Green are superior records of the genre. Like they're you could label them pop punk, you could label them like uh, post hardcore kind of thing for a modern look. Yeah. I don't know if there's anyone that touches them, and they certainly have influenced the landscape in a huge way. Absolutely. Um, and I, I, you know, I appreciate the way they manage their band and kind of 
kept their shit together. And I think Hyperview is actually a really good record too. It's just a different thing. And I respect the pivot that they made. And they've changed themselves every record. And other bands followed them every record. Mm. Any oh, number. 100%. Any number. So uh, that's anything else on them? No, uh, actually great live band. Great live band. Saw them in a living room in Austin, Texas. Wow. Around 2000, around this time, maybe 2010. Jeez. It was outrageous. It was a little bigger than this room that we're in, and there was 200 people in there. Mm. Definitely definitely my footprints on the oh, ceiling, which was great. Did it Did it for the story of crowd surfing at a house. And Foot, footprints in the ceiling, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what do you do? Well, uh, speaking of. <clears throat> oh, there we go. Blacklisted, when people grow, people go. 2015 Death Wish. Mm. What do you think? Play Burnt Palms, my dude. I'm gonna That's fucking my favorite stage song. dive. I love this fucking record. Burnt Palm favorite song on the great, record. Mm-hmm. Great fucking song. This honestly, this listen through mm-hmm. tur- turned me on this record. Right? I, at first I was like, this is I, Yeah, you're I don't like, I don't this. need a late period blacklist. No, record, and I listened to it when it first came out, and I was like, it's not fine. It's yeah. good. Yeah. But it's not what you know, it's I think this record moves. And, and that, yes. to me, is just fucking cool. One of the songs, and I can't remember off the top of my head, it starts off, and it's like kind of like weirdly, they had, like, I, I considered they went into like a Nirvana period. Yeah. Which I don't even know if it's really really true, but I was like, oh, you listen, you bought it in utero. Mm-hmm. There's a thing, it's kind of like, kind of like jangly, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it stops, and it's like, I, my favorite blacklisted is when they're fast. Uh, that set record has a lot of it. Yes. I do like the ignorant. Mm-hmm. I like fucking... Um, Eye for an eye? Eye for an eye. Love it. It's so ignorant. But my favorite blacklisted are those 58-second bursts. Yes. And I think this record has a lot more of it than you would expect in later era back. 100%. It's really good. Lyrics are still fucking great. Might be my favorite current lyricist in hardcore. I think this record is... uh, 14 years into their career as a band. I think Blackwood started 2001 or 2002, something like that. Maybe two, three, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, that's like impressive aggression. My favorite track is Burnt Palm. Mm-hmm. The song Gossamer, Oof. I put as a second note and said this song has just about everything I want from Blacklisted, which <laughs> is fast, blasting parts, um, Fun guitar stuff going on. A lot of noodly. Yeah, but George going crazy and like then like weird parts, like stuff that kind of throws it out away from contemporaries. Uh, criminally overlooked record. Yes. 100%. Agreed. Though it made the tournament, which says yeah. something. That's good. Does anyone sound like Blacklisted? Or do they sound like anyone? Because I feel like when they first came good out, question. they were kind of like an AN-ish. AN meets Madball. Yes. But in 2017, when this record came out, there's nothing that sounds like them. Although people do, and I kind of hear it, but I don't think it's an intentional thing. Every time I die, I chase. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't, I have, I don't know. I don't think so. But I don't know if it's like people say that just doing the southern the, fucking thing. I don't know. Yeah. They're like animal. Uh, vocally, you could make the argument, but I don't know if it's intentional. Uh, it also at times rocks, so I guess that's can know, be. There's Some a similarity licks. there. Some riffs um, or riffs. I think it's riffs. Mostly riffs. I think that's the that might be a differentiator that people aren't noting. I think every time I die, licks. They got some licks, and I think blacklist and mostly riffs. Right. I think licks. You could. It's literally like if you before you play it, like you lick your like finger. If you can picture it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And riffs are just kind of like I'm. I'm. Painting. Would Motley Crue do it? 
That's the difference between a lick and a riff. Like if you would light your pants on fire mm. or have a drum solo in a rotating drums. There's a band in, coming up soon that I think has licks that I'll, I might surprise those. Interesting. So anything else? You you will pontificate on this record. I can for a long time. I'm looking for the lyrics uh, that like just, there was Strike. one that just beat me up. I was like, oh, you're good. George, you're good. Yeah. Uh I can't find it, but uh, this is um, this is a really yeah, as you said, under underrated, really underrated record. Is, I mean, is that just because their public profile kind of went dark? Uh, yeah, I think lack of touring. Yeah, they uh, were pulled back on touring. It's also what we saw with uh, Bitter End. You can put out great records, but if it's not your moment, uh, maybe the only people that are going to hear it are your diehard fans. Yeah, that's true. I think that the I, I've you know. I think there's probably a story out, story to the layout, and you know, like I I'm big on record covers and stuff, and it's not the photo. It's that I feel like they might have been going for something that just doesn't jump off to people, right? And you know that happens. I think that you know you've spoken about that you felt like this has happened with a few records you've done, Patrick. So uh, this record should get more love than it does. I hope that people really check it out. Let's vote. Title fight, Floral Green versus Blacklisted. When people grow, people go. Okay. Uh, this is probably an upset for most people, but not based on what I, you just heard out of my mouth. Yeah. I'm going with this Blacklisted record. Going Blacklisted. You're going Blacklisted. Wow. I'm going title fight. Good votes. It was close, but yeah? I think... the, the What takes it? The Blacklisted, like really listening to it, kind of... I got it. Sorry, I'm getting texts that are very odd right now. I think I am very curious. I feel like this record, I think it's going to be a landslide for title fight. I mean, probably. I mean, they're coming from, they're the, they're, they're, would you say they're the biggest band of the list, of, on this list? At, uh, their, um, at their height. Outside of TUI, there's no one else. Even they were big in the TUI. I think they were. It's I probably think they them were. and Code Orange, if we're being honest. Do you think how much or bigger? That's yeah, those those are the bands. Those three, it's, it's yeah. the, or Power Trip. I don't know. It's if, tough. Man. It's tough because they they were playing in different worlds. So I think that's the conversation is for largest uh, TUI because TUI did get pretty big there. Like we forget that. Yeah, they were big, but they didn't have they didn't play big venues though. They didn't have that many big venues to go to. Like they cleared a space. And they weren't maybe as accessible as something like... Uh, like, I mean, like Title Fight is like fucking, you know, playing Starland Bowl. They could play anywhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, like, so I think the question we're posing is, is Title Fight the biggest band on this tournament? Oh, and I, that the, the conversation comes out of them, TUI, Code Orange, Power Trip, Turnstile. I'd have to look, but I bet Power Trip uh, is at a bigger, bigger point room, right bigger now. Rooms, yeah. yeah, that's true. Two nights at that spot in New York. We we reference that all the fucking time. But they also that they do that just about everywhere. Yeah, they do it in Chicago. They do it in Texas. They do it in California. You know, like you you name it. They got it. All right. um, Let's see this. Take offense. Tables will turn. Versus concealed blade. Self titled. Take offense. Tables will turn. Two thousand (coughs) eleven. Reaper Records. The best suicidal tendencies record since Lights Camera Revolution. Mm. True. By far, best. So, yeah, I love this record. Really interesting. Love this interesting. Um, live, they're fucking. They're fantastic. Um, they sound perfect. Um, I mean, I feel like they brought back the fucking like West Coast thrash game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, not no, who's doing this at the time. And I think I like the way the singer kind of goes between the scream and the Mike Muir, like, I'm singing like a ghost. Yeah, I kind of like, like those I parts. That. Um, I, I think this record is fucking fan. Goddamn tastic. Um, I, I mean, and, and I don't have any real gauge, but I feel like it's wildly, this record and this band in total, wildly underrated. They have their fans, but it's like a, a cult of take. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, but saying underrated doesn't mean like they don't. Nobody likes them, but I feel like no, you're, this to, band you're, is you're very sick. You're, like this band should be fucking gigantic. Mm. It's 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 a more hardcore suicidal tendencies. I say this is uh, like uh, suicidal and AF in a blender. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite track was No Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah same. Um, no Tomorrow. He You're surprised that we have so many of the same favorite songs. Well, I just, I honestly, it, so this record didn't hit me in any mm-hmm. real way. Sorry to jump your, jump no, on your train here, but th- th- this record didn't hit me in any real way. Uh, I thought the songs were overlong. Uh, Thresh. I know. The, Thresh days. These are like, to me, if you cut these songs by a third, these would be pretty fucking powerful fucking songs, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I, w- I wasn't in love with it, uh, but it, you know, it was hard. Ha- it was hard, and it was well done. But yeah, no, that one. No, st- tomorrow st- sticks out. The the suicidal influence is so cool because yeah. of its unique angle. Uh, dive bombs on this record, pretty cool. A lot of that. A lot of they just get it. These dudes are students of their game. They toured hard at this era. I think they did a bunch of bigger tours. I think they caught on with some people, but yeah. this record is maybe overlooked a bit. 2011, long time ago. Spanish Should be, be more bigger. influential. Yes. Should be more influential. I mean, they're incredibly... I mean, if you yeah. ask Dead Heat where they got their fucking vibe Definitely. from... Definitely. Yeah, um, realistic. This band has always been hyper-competent. I saw them when so they were good. 15-year-olds. Uh, they played a show with Righteous Jams in Chula Vista, and as, they were as take offense, take offense. Okay. and they were impressive then that was 2005 wow I was still young men they were like less than 30 15 then you Shred. know something like that oh crushing and uh, they they hadn't developed their sound if you go back they did a 7 inch that kind of it's a little more punk but punk with thrash leanings and like New York hardcore influences there still you could yeah. peek in but as they developed they really this record I think I think this is their peak um, and yeah, you mentioned his vocals. They're awesome. They, the so well the range, uh, the dynamic made it more interesting than most. Record might be a little long, but that we say that with almost everything. Uh, and the production <sighs> could be better, but they're dynamic so much as a band that I think it overcame what is a just cool production. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I put bands who want to do mid-tempo well without get, getting boring. See this record. Yes. 100%. All right. Concealed Blade, self-titled, 2017, Beach Impediment Records. I'm like a big hater, man. Yeah, uh, go, go hate, 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 hate. I, I didn't dislike this record, uh, but my compliments are going to sound incredibly backhanded, backhanded yeah. because I felt that the uh, Take Offense record was overlong. So this Concealed Blade record, the thing that was most going for it is that the, brevity. these songs move? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, look, look, look. Song, yeah. So, uh, I didn't hear. Uh, to me, this record didn't have the tracks I was hoping for. Fair. You know what I mean? Like it's it's good. It's I can't find fault in any yeah, part. There's of it. nothing on this entire in this entire field that you're like, this is fucking really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. no, no like no, everything no. here is good. No, yeah. actually, at so, least good. So, everybody 
we are very honest on this podcast, right. but we're not trying to shit on anybody. But sometimes in the group chat, we can come to a realization and be like, yo, this X record, whatever record, this is bad. You know what I mean? This is not good. Yes. So we're going to like. They'll never, but it'll never end up on the top 64 best records in the last 10 years. No, sure. No, but no, 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 but no. like, but we can get more brutal than we get here. Yeah. Sure. You know I mean? Just because the point of this podcast isn't to shit on people's fucking well, we don't efforts. hurt people's feelings. Uh, I'm less concerned with that. I'm but, but the point is. The, the, I, mean, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Yeah, you're no, the nicest yeah, of us by nice far. Because um, I know how it feels like to get reviewed. It's not great. No, it can be bad. But but if you suck and you have to hear it, you the gotta, balance of honesty yeah. and kindness is nice. Yeah, uh, I think we're pretty good at. I mean, I'll tell on. you if you suck. Yeah, but you find, find a delicate way to do it. And people get mad. And people do get mad. But anyway, back to the point. Yes. Uh, uh, this in this particular bracket, you're right. There was nothing of these records that we heard today that made me like because there's been a couple records on some of these brackets where i've looked at you guys and mm-hmm. gone why oh. does this exist yep you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> like I, like i like, don't i've been not anymore like i've been i would say impressed by literally everything i've heard that's good i maybe not wouldn't maybe wouldn't revisit visit it right, necessarily right. but i was like okay i get yeah, it yeah this isn't totally up my i think what you're saying is dead on it's like they made this list for a reason there's yeah. some value to it and for the most part we're getting a range of like sounds, but it's like, oh, this is a really good version of this sound. You know what I mean? I mean, it's got to be the best if it's. In, in I mean, you got to think in, in that time period. Thousands, yes, hardcore literally records, mm-hmm. thousands. Mm-hmm. If you're one of the even top hundred, mm-hmm. that's really fucking separating the wheat from the chaff, man. Like sure. there is fucking, you know, like. I agree. It's real. This record's but, cool. Yeah, I. I Again, like I wasn't offended by him, whatever, in any way. Singer kind of reminds me of Joe from Infest. Yeah, definitely a little Infesty. Like very, like I feel like this is this would accompany Criminal Instinct well. Oh, interesting. In that, and I think like so kind too. of early '80s American hardcore kind of thing with Joe from Infest singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was cool. This is what I was talking about in another episode when like. I'm not a fan of a band when the singer is like, you don't like that. You are doing that. You are performing yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. You're, you're, you drop you're something on your with, foot. Yeah. You don't go like, fucking world. Like, no, you fucking yell. Paul Bearer might. No, he definitely does. Because that's what his voice sounds like in every way. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, I feel like this is a little bit too performative for me. But, and then not in the right, not in the it's rival mob affected, way. Yeah. The rival mob way is like you don't talk like that, but it's it's got a weird like snark and charm to it and character to it that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I didn't like this as much just because it felt too too like this dude probably the I mean, tone. You didn't like the tone of it, like the it just burly. feels like it was a little too forced to be like you don't sound like this. I I, I fucking old like you know I don't know it. It's interesting because I had that same comparison in terms of vocals. I said this sounds like. Uh, Jerry's Kids and Agnostic Front mixed mm-hmm. up. Um, so you get a weird take. How I'm always saying there's this Boston, New York thing that happens with a band like Rival Mob. Uh-huh. This is kind of inverted. It's like taking the other elements yeah, from those I kind of bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like this record. I like this track, Bought and Sold, my favorite. Um, they really go hard with the Boston sound, but like the production's pretty modern. Yes. You know what I mean? In, in the style. way that I think. You used Criminal Instinct, which I thought was great. I feel like this is getting overlooked by a lot of kids who buy everything that comes out on Triple B or Closed Casket or Death Wish. 
are just like, oh, that's some punk record, whatever, because the aesthetic. This is like too punk for that. Right. Yeah. But I'm I'm here to tell you, nah. <laughs> you no, it's definitely not. Out. You know, it's just uh it's just placement, basically. Uh this record does a good job with the exclaim sound, which I want to say the cheat code of this, there's nods to kiss at the beginning of the record. You wanted the best, you got the best. Yeah. I like that. Uh, if you want to do early Boston hardcore right you better listen to big guitar rock from the 70s because that's, that's where, where a lot, of, a lot yeah. of the riffs and licks and everything yeah. are coming from that or at least the style of playing. And I think they get that down perfectly. I Yeah, this record's a great record from a specific scene. This is, again, one of those bands from the Pittsburgh Braddock scene. And I would love to see it played into more mixed bills. I saw them play that's very... Uh, brewery last year uh, oh, in New Jersey. Okay. They were really good. 50 people maybe, which is cool. Sure. That's cool. You know, that's a good show. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, they had a crazy energy. We're going nuts and had that like, oh, if you put this in front of 200 people and only 50 people have heard of this band, the other 150 people leave impressed and, and want to see more. With a record more. in the hand. Yeah. Yes. And that's cool. And so, uh, what can I say about this? Yeah, I don't know. It has, it has a, a, a cutting aggression that I think is maybe easy to misplace if if you're not looking for it. Okay. All right, let's vote. We're voting. Uh, I'm going to go Concealed Blade. I like how fast it burned through a record. Mm-hmm. I'm going to T.O. Zone, Take Offense. Mm. I like both these records a lot. I'm going to Take Offense. Just the risks wow. they took. Yeah, that's a wild card. I, I figured. I thought you like. I thought Concealed Blade was one of your favorite records in the last couple it, of years. It, it was. It was my favorite. One of my favorite records of 2017. Wow. Okay. Um, I really like Suicidal Tendencies. Yeah, and like and that, the, yeah. I like that second LP, third LP Suicidal. Last Camera Revolution is sick. Yeah, and it's got. It's unique in a way. You. How many bands do you go? This they are taking elements from Suicidal. Not many. Do you think his vocals are the main reason why we automatically that like the ghost voice? I mean, I think it's I, imp- I think it's intentional. I think it's intentional. It's definitely intentional. But like, would they be as suicidal e if he just did his screaming voice? Maybe because I think you pointed out the th- California thrash, yeah, which is different than New York thrash, uh-huh. different from a not lot even of Bay stuff. Area thrash, mm-hmm. like that different, kind of yeah, Venice it's, Beach. To, it's like, the Venice Beach. Yeah. I think they take influences from that scene, and yeah. I think they're students of that game in such a cool way that. Uh, and I think this is the peak of their powers. I think this is them just nailing the sound, and it's cool to hear it. So I felt when I listened to that record, it was like, better than you remembered. I think I'd only heard drips and drabs of it to be oh, honest. Oh, okay. This. Yeah. And like, there's people who sell them to me all the time, yeah. and I was like, yeah, that's cool. And it just it hit well. I like that record a lot, and I it, it was a tough one actually. Yeah. But, I thought about oh, and also, if you think there's dive bombs on the Take Offense record, Concealed Blade just ups the game with like twenty <laughs> more. It's <laughs> wild how many dive bombs they have. All right, last matchup of this round. This one moved pretty quick. Yeah, Cold World, How the Gods Chill versus Blistered, The Poison of Self Confinement. So Cold World, How the Gods Chill, 2014, five years ago. Death Wish, five years. My favorite track is Never because it has a big riff. Cold World borders on riffs and licks. They got both. Um, that, it I depends. Think, right, I think right, it's right. a big riff. They get both. They hit, they hit Van Halen parts. You that think might that's a be lick? a lick. Never? But like the end of, say, like the song How the Got Chill, that's, oh, yeah, a that's a riff. It's hard to say. 
Uh, I think Never's my favorite song because it's just the song I think of when I think of this record. This record has been described to me as a mixtape. I think that is a way to look at this record, for sure. Makes sense. Because you have a bunch of different vocalists. Yeah, yeah. I think Dan probably sings on 45% of the record. We can definitely catch your typing on the, the microphone, I bet. It's going to be great. What are you, like a 95-year-old guy? He has the sounds. He doesn't. He, that's how infrequently. I, no, I think we're on mute right now. Dude, I can hear it from here. No, we heard it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, old man. Uh, Dan Mills sings on maybe 45% of this record. Yeah. And then you get a lot of Nick. You get a song with George. Which is my favorite song on the record. Omega is mm-hmm. my favorite song. You get a couple other fo- vocalists. You get a lot of Alex, which is nice. So... This is not my favorite Cold World record. Me neither. I, I'm i trying to place it. and Because I didn't dislike it. And there were parts that I really liked. But there were like parts. Does and it I, feel incomplete to you? Well, that's a good way to put it. What I said was, this feels like the third movie in a sci-fi series. Like it's not a trilogy, but you know there's more movies coming. Okay. But in the third movie, it's like because I was like, is this a return? Is this Empire? No, Mm. it's not Return. No, it's not. I was like, this is like if you knew Back to the Future. I thought you were going to go something like Jar Jar Binks. No, no. If you were going to go Back to the Future, one and two are fucking great. Three introduces this new element. It's half Western. It's like what the fuck. But it's like. If Back to the Future 3 introduced new elements and new characters that were going to play a role in Back to the Future 4 and 5, and you knew those were in the in the horizon, this, like, this, this record feels like world building? Yes. This feels like a world building record. Great job. Comic books. Thanks, buddy. You're here. <laughs> it feels like a world building record, and there's a lot of stuff going on. But the world hasn't... But there's, there was no more. There was no, there no was follow-up. No follow-up. So saying incomplete, yeah, you know, you could totally look at it like that. Like this is in... You think like the follow-up is in uh, rewrite hell, as they do. Like when it's like, right. why hasn't that right... Why did it take 14 years for fucking... Yeah. I do think it's interesting. I don't, we, I don't think we've gotten much new music from this group of dudes. Yeah, we need a Gremlins Sounds, 2. We need a Gremlins 3. Mm. Have you pitched that? That's your pitch for 2020. I don't know if they want it from me. You know what? Yeah, Dare to Dream. Who the fuck do they want it from then? That's right. If not me, then who? Those movies are fucking mad dark, dude. Yeah, the first one's dark. Second one... It's uh, just ridiculous. Amanda, that's the scariest movie she likes. She, uh, no, she, I don't even think she likes it, but she's like, that's my threshold. That's Gremlins? You, that, you know what? As a kid, I must have been too dumb to realize... That's a scary ass movie. The I, first time she Phoebe Cates' dad dies in a goddamn uh, that's yeah, it's awful. Terrible, it's terrible. I love the Gremlins 2 mock part of that. You got we gotta sit down and do the watch through on I, that. Uh, I watched Event Horizon the other day. Have you mm-hmm. guys seen that one? No. It's a haunted spaceship. And it actually works. It works. It's a fucking decent movie. Was this around Armageddon? Uh it's got Sam Neill in it. Oh. Yeah, he's, I mean he's so pretty we, yeah. standard character out there. He's great. Uh and Lawrence Fishburne. Jurassic Parks. Uh okay. So real quick, uh, Gremlins, the first time Amanda saw it, she was definitely 22 or 23. Yeah. We saw it at a sing-along in a theater that was a like yeah. sing-along, quote-along to yeah, the yeah. movie, and she still thought it was a little too scary. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty scary. I would like to go back and watch it now and be like, fuck. Great family horror. Great family horror. All right. They're menacing. Cold World. How the gods chill. Yeah. Here, here's a secret about me. Uh, it's going to put me at odds with a, a whole generation of hardcore kids. Cold World doesn't do anything for me. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, 
the dudes in the band that I know, I got a great deal of respect for. I have enjoyed seeing them live. Uh, they're just not records I visit. Okay. You know what I mean? So, uh, so as far as, right, there's people that it's, consider, it's okay to be wrong. what's the one people consider a classic? Ice Grills? Ice Grills and Dedicated. Okay. Are both considered classic. <laughs> so, uh, dedicated, you know what? Dedicated, there's a couple songs that I, no, I can Welcome j- back. Yeah, well, I can Wonder jam with. But uh, Ice Grills... Welcome to the bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> people feel a real affinity for Ice Grills that I just don't... I, I don't touch Nothing. it. That's the other of... If you had to name the locking out triumvirate, I think it's Mental, Righteous Jams, and then Cold World. God damn. Is this my... Is this my locking out blind anger bias here? Yes. I wonder about that, actually, because where were you at? You were struggling through some weird end of a year shit then, like just starting off the band. Mm. Were you back in Albany in 2003 and four? I'll be honest. I have no memory of Probably. these times. Yeah, that's no, the no, dark. no. Wasn't I in the city until like 2005? You tell me, Why man. You You're the only one. I think I was in the city until 2005. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I'd have to look into New that. York from 2000. 2000 the, the end of 2000, 2000 to, yeah. but from 2003 to 5 seems like a weird time not a lot going on I don't know we'll do it in our year uh, our yearly yeah. retrospective oh, at Jesus some point Christ. but anyway the point is uh, so when is this a better or worse Cold World record yeah I guess I don't like it as much dedicated so I guess it's a lower tier uh, Cold World record for me but uh, this band is is not doesn't have that place in my heart that they do for some people so okay. I kind of don't have the oh, you let me down or, you know, like this is underrated or, or I don't have any of those feelings. One thing I think that they don't get credit for is they were, if not the first, among the first in the post 2000s to nod at the biohazard sound, the yeah, sure. agony sound, all that kind of stuff. They were there early. They wore it proudly. And, you know, we've we've referenced on this podcast stuff like bio, like Bitter End, uh, Mongoloids, et cetera pointing at some of that stuff cult world did it first i don't i don't say this just because uh of the uh, rap uh elements these dudes came off like the only guys in and we knew that there was plenty of people involved in in quote-unquote mainstream or big room hardcore that uh knew their history or whatever but these these dudes came off like actual crate diggers you know what i mean like like 100 are the 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 dude behind the band is definitely like a music weirdo, a guy who digs into music and digs all the way down to the right. bottom. And you know? and that's like a thing that for me is like unavoidable. You, you get my respect. Yeah. Like, that's cool. You can tell that with these sp- songs and with the music that Cold World writes, even if you're somebody, like I asked a friend who's a die in the world, Cold World, like hater, first gen Cold World, mm. anti-Cold World. And even that, he's he's picking up on weird things and going, oh yeah, listen to this. Oh yeah. Yeah, I see this. The, the George song, Omega for one, there's like burn rips in there that are really good. Mm-hmm. And you can't, I can't name that many bands who pull off doing a burn riff. Like, Fair. You know. uh, yeah. Let me say that the, the truly positive thing that I can always give this band very fearless. You know I mean? The fact that it worked was fucking like kind of incredible. Yeah. I mean, the first record was like mostly like rap lyrics. That's what I'm saying. Like, like legitimate, like rap lyrics. Crazy that it took hold. Cause yeah. a lot of bold decisions getting made. Yeah. Here. Uh, Okay. And then last, yeah. but certainly not, not least, least, blistered the poison of self confinement 2015 6131 records. There are people who ride super hard, stands on the blistered train, super hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I had, sorry, I'm saying this 11 times uh, over the, the course of the last two brackets. I had a hard time finding a, a foothold on this, finding mm. like a thing to grip onto mm. and, and say, oh, this is what I'm connecting with. So, I mean, it was undoubtedly, do you know what this reminded me of? Down presser, where I can't find uh, anything wrong with it. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't find anything yeah. wrong with it. I'm just not like getting this energy Imbreach, that I impreachable, impreachable hull, but you're not getting on the boat. I'm not, yeah, I just, I don't know. Uh, so, uh, but that said, I wasn't, I also wasn't mad at anything about it. I think the, the best song is the title track, Poison of Self-Confinement. Threw me for a loop because this record starts with kind of this chugging song, kind of trods along, doesn't doesn't get past the gallop speed-wise. And I'm like, oh no, this whole thing's going to be just chug. <laughs> but then the second track, it does pick up a bit, yeah. you know. Um, vocals are gruff. It's down in the mix a bit, I yeah, found. I found that was interesting. Uh, I think I, I noted that this band was kind of secret big to a lot of people. For like, sure. Didn't oh, for sure. Um, really important to a lot of people. Yep. Do we think this band factored into some of the metalcore revival slash the fact that metalcore revival and hardcore kind of crossed over? Yes. I do too. Especially down south? Fuck mm, yeah. Yes. Who, you know, uh, an interesting thing to me, because I, I didn't really know Lennon, but I, I started talking to him. He, he did a zine called Plead Your Case. He also does Plead Your Case Records. That's named after a, a Right Brigade song, Plead Your Case, oh. which is interesting. But then I saw in one of his zines, one of the first, it's like, Plead Your Case fans. I'm like, okay, starting off. Around, and it's like, Seven Angels, Seven Plagues interview. And I'm like, huh. What? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, That didn't exist in 1997. That didn't exist in 2000? No. No. No, no crossover. You weren't like, a, you know, naming your zine after a Floor Punch song and an inter, like interviewing all out war. No, I, I say this all the time, that Fury of Five and Floor Punch didn't share many fans. Mm. No. Not nowadays. Until, they... Not until the Mongols, you know, like not until True. later. And then now it's so post that that um, it's all bleeding in the blur. Yes, there's no division anymore with that sort of stuff. Yeah. To a point. To a point. But I mean, like, you know, there'd be a time, you know, like, you know, I always think of, like, Posse Numbers and United Blood kind of being, like, the analogs of each other. Yeah, that right? makes sense. Shout out Foster. Right? I mean, awesome. Both great fest. Indecision would have never gotten asked to play Posse Numbers, but Incendiary gets asked to play United Blood just because it's a ton. Yeah. so much different. Mm-hmm. Like, How meanwhile, things evolve, yeah. Incendiary was around in 2001. They're not getting the call to fucking play with fucking underdog. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's true. But nowadays, they now would. Now they would. Yeah. Which is interesting, you know. Which is, uh, I think, the step in the right direction in a lot of ways. Yeah. Even as someone who's like, oh, seven angels, seven plagues, barf. But the general thrust of it, it's cool. It's better for us to be more inclusive and diverse right. about that. And then you can pick and choose what you like. Exactly. But don't preclude yourself time. from it. Yeah. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, like, yes. Which I think this is a big part of what we've done here. 100%. That it's like kind of like stuff that you would automatically assume, like, I wouldn't, I won't like this, so I won't bother. Yep. Give, you it, a give it a shot. Give it a shot because you'll, you might find the one piece of that. That's the thing I talk about. I, I looked for more metal, metal leaning stuff in the late 90s, didn't find a lot of it. And then eventually found something, you know, like, I got into Rorschach because I was looking for stuff that was more chaotic or, mm-hmm. or gnarly sounding, and you know, Converge didn't scratch the itch for me. Rorschach did. It was just that step over that eventually just a little I found bit it. more punk, I guess. Just a little bit, like you know, and dirtier, and, right? Yeah. And it's just you know, that's dialing this knob that way and this knob that like way. Very, yeah. 
Is so, this? Would you say this is like the Euro metal Lennon band? Yes. You, you guys, yeah, you nailed Archangel this. kind of. Is that fair? Yes. Would it is? Are they somewhere between that and like Shai Halud? I don't know. I don't hear you know, anything. You don't hear Shia Lute? I no. hear like more of like that 8,000. Yeah, it's hard. I asked that because I'm from a more like... Congre- like okay. Liar in Congress in fucking... In the late 90s in Europe. Yeah. We had the opportunity to play with them a bunch of times. Like, those bands were like fucking... Big fucking mm-hmm. deals over there. So, I mean, I think that that's what this reminds me of. Um some of my favorite artwork, artwork in the entire field. I think that artwork yeah, it's is good. fucking amazing. It's excellent, good. excellent. They're two records, both have the same cover artist, and they are both excellent. Fucking incredible artwork. The art for the blistered record smokes the Eco Strike records. True or false? Hundred percent true. Yes. Yes. I mean, Eco Strike's going for a thing. They're yeah. going for a thing. Yeah. Blister didn't really go for a thing. They had a different thing going on. But like their cover art was not what didn't really match. Because like we were saying with that like new that servitude record, it's mm. like oh I get it. Yeah, there are time, place, this we going for <laughs> yep. blah 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 blah. Um, the, like the blistered record could have been a fucking stoner record. Looking at the cover, hundred percent, or it could have been an Iron Maiden fucking. It could have been anything. Yep, you know, which is cool. Change the color on it to an Amoeba record. Mm. Got to be some really some really burnt uh, meme style colors on that one. You just throw it to the noir filter mm. and then turn up the contrast. Mm. Oh there it is. Okay. record. We're voting. We're ready to vote. Yeah. Cold World, How the Gods Chill versus Blistered, The Poison of Self Confinement. Mm. I guess I'll go Blistered. I'll go Blistered. Tough call. I'm gonna go Cold World for the song never and. The burn part in the George song. Mm. The George track, he's so such a strong vocalist. Yeah. He dominates the song. It's so crazy. He it's makes long. like a lot. Yeah. Steals the track. Where do we think this vote's going? If we had to guess, mm. let's put our fucking. Oh, pre- this one pre- specifically? Yeah. Blistered. I'm saying Cold World. Blistered has some really intense fans. They do, but I feel like Cold World has a, was such a big band that they have enough. Juice. Goodwill engendered that they would. That could be. I don't know. It's a tough call. I'm very curious. I think to see where an, some of these go. I think this one's especially an age divide. I think we're going to see some interesting age divides on this. Not so much the take offense, concealed blade, or the blacklisted title fight, but the TUI code orange and the cold world uh, blistered for sure. Yeah, it's be old versus young. Yeah, old versus young. Uh, anything? So this has been fun. We're, we're this is the fifth part, fifth installment of Mosh Madness. Is this? It's the end of the first round. No, we got three more. Oh my god! I think because we do eight per eight times eight is sixty four. We're gonna be lucky to be done by March. No, we're getting there. March is it'll be. We're gonna finish first round in March, and then we'll kind of figure out voting stuff to kind of speed it up so we're done. Um, and maybe we'll double up. We'll 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 slide off one of our. Uh, episode so we can get an extra one in here gotcha but yeah um any other shout outs any other stuff we want to talk about there's a a a new project i'm supposed to be promoting uh comic book wise but i can't find it on amazon so we'll do that next time check out our socials we have an instagram now axe to grind podcast on instagram twitter we're axe to grind cast email axe to grind podcast at gmail.com 
Phone number, Google voicemail, which we like. Leave us funny voicemails. Yeah, do more of that. Yeah. 732-443-3887. I got it memorized. We did, you know. Uh, Facebook.com slash Ask to Grind podcast. Go there. Join the group. (coughs) Talk some shit. Um, Anything else that we want to promote? Yeah, rock and roll. When is this going up? You think? We think? Uh, Mid-February. All right. Go check. Go support oh, the, yeah. the Mind Force uh, Rock and Release show. Well, no, 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 no. the benefit show benefit for Mike. Mm-hmm. All War Death Threat, Ikulu, mm-hmm. Regulate, and Fuck. Ooh, who's the other? The opening band. Age of Apocalypse. Yep. All right. Did you like Age of Apocalypse the event? Nope. Some moments. Yeah. Yeah. It means a lot. A yeah, it's a, it's a comic. It's an X Men crossover that like really meant a lot to a certain generation it did a of huge people. Thing. Yeah. But uh, really, I thought it was kind of the beginning of the end for me. It's the it's the beginning of the end because they then use it as a go back to the well moment. Yeah, I've been getting into a lot of uh, comics on YouTube. Is that right? It's you fucks. Yeah. I've, now I start going like. Oh, find out some stuff on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, there's some good content on. But there. now it keeps coming up. It's like here's the ten worst things that the Joker's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> here's this. Here's that. Here's what are the ten worst things the Joker's ever done? Well, we'll the, leave you with that. There's the scandalous one that uh, continues to reverberate in fan circles even today. Is that the Killing Joke? One? Yes, yes, it's very scandalous. What he like? Doesn't he? Jason he Todd paralyzes. He, sh- he shoots Barbara Gordon in the back, and oh, it's yeah. it, 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 but, Oracle. No. Uh, yeah, she becomes Oracle, oh, yeah. but it, but. It's it's a it's but a, she's paralyzed. She's paralyzed, yeah. and it's a big thing because the lens that people see more through now is uh, leaning on sexual violence and violence towards women yes. as a consistent uh, trope in his work. Uh, and I think that it is, but I also some of his critics are on some weird tr- shit because the professional ones, if you go through their catalog, have all they have more of a, mm. a more of a history of doing it than more. It. Uh, it's just that Moore's works are so big that, uh, he's they, a big name. It's, it's easy to target. All right, real quick before we go, who's bigger night. Who's Nighthawk? Uh, <laughs> Nightwing. Nightwing Night- is Dick Grayson. Yes. It, why is he not Robin? He, he matured. And yeah, he walked new out. Jason is that what he, over. that's the continuity? He's, yep. He's formally Robin. He's one of the Robins. He's one of the Robins. Nightwing is his... Actually, the first Robin. He's the first Robin. That's yeah. right. So then he is replaced by the second Robin. Who's Jason Todd? Or Jason Todd. I believe Jason Todd's the second. Who, Jason Terry. Do you know the Dallas? story? Yeah, no the idea. Mavs. Jason Todd. This is great. Who was the writer on that story? It doesn't even really matter, mm-hmm. I guess. DC ran a... Oh. Like an ad. Basically... You, the reader, gets to decide the story. Does Robin live, live or, or die? die? I, I saw that on one of these YouTube things. It's so good. And he got murked. And he got killed. Yeah. Now he's back. But yeah. it took 20-something years. He was one that like stayed dead for quite a while. And it was like shocking that... The, the, like, this world is dark, man. So that's Starlin that did it. And, oh, and like, bless up, Starlin. And he definitely... Yeah. That was like a, a weird time in comics where it was like, hey, guys, get engaged before engagement's a thing. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. How do we no, get it? That's true. Mm-hmm. We're basing uh, this whole 60, this whole 20. Yes. exactly right. Literally based on yes. Death yes. Of Jason should Todd. Robin die. Yeah. Should Robin die? Should should title fight take out Blacklisted? Mm. Let's go. Let's find out. Goodbye, Bye-bye. everybody. See ya.